Bills Mafia, what is up? And welcome into the Halftime Adjustments Podcast. My name is Charlie Gross. You can find me on Twitter at TTP underscore Charlie. We are part of the Built in Buffalo Network. And one of the most exciting days in terms of free agency for the Buffalo Bills. Just when you thought things were not going well, relatively speaking, there had been a few signings. Brandon Bean, again, does the incredible signing future Hall of Famer Von Miller to a six-year, $120 million contract. Obviously, he will not see all that money by now. I'm sure most of you know that there's all these different things that can go into the contract, void years, bonuses. So he won't see the whole thing. It's really more like a a three-year, $53 million contract, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, the most important thing is that Von Miller is a Buffalo Bill. He is one of the top five pass rushers in the NFL, and all time he is probably a top 10 pass rusher. He has 115 and a half sacks uh, in 10 seasons. He missed the 2020 season with an injury. Just an incredible player, and if you don't understand his impact, all you had to do was watch the Super Bowl last year. He has a Super Bowl MVP from his time in Denver when Peyton Manning was there, and they won the Super Bowl then. This is a game changer for the Buffalo Bills. This makes them the Super Bowl favorites without a doubt. I know that before maybe they were co-favorites, whatever. They are now firmly favorites for the Super Bowl. There's no way that we can deny that. And there's questions about the Bills' pass rush, right? Even though they were first in points allowed, yards against, all these defensive categories, there was still some worry, right? Because the one thing they were missing was a pass rush, an an organic pass rush. And I understand that the Bills were high in pressures. I get that. But they didn't have a guy who could really come home and make a difference. They got that today in Von Miller. People are talking about that this is the, the best free agent signing since Mario Williams. And while that may be true, it's a better signing than Mario Williams. Von Miller is a better player, a better person. And I know everybody's pumped up. I'm pumped up. I mean, I never thought that something like this would happen. <laughs> Obviously, there was a uh, a moment of despair or a couple hours of despair in between the news of the Bills not getting Chandler Jones. I was a big into Chandler Jones. I was frustrated when... He signed with the Raiders. It didn't really make a lot of sense. I understand that he wants to go to a a familiar scheme, like McDaniels is going to run a familiar scheme. But why are you going to the Raiders? They're going to be fourth place in that division. We all saw how, you know, the Chargers traded for Khalil Mack and the Broncos signed Randy Gregory. And obviously, like I said, the Raiders signed Chandler Jones. Obviously all to go after Pat Mahomes and while we appreciate that because it's going to make a clearer path for the Buffalo Bills it's frustrating to watch that it's disappointing you wonder why don't these guys want to come play here right like Chandler Jones it's not about the money oh well if it's not about the money like why why do you want to go to the Raiders and finish fourth every year last year JJ Watt JJ Watt oh it's not about the money he said I'm going to go to Arizona 
Oh, okay. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. So then you get to this point where you have the Buffalo Bills sign Von Miller. And Von Miller, one of the reasons why he signed with the Bills, he said he wanted to play with Josh Allen. So now the Bills, and this should should be obvious to anyone in the league, the Bills have a player that people want to come play with. And that's not often that the Buffalo Bills have had that, certainly during the free agency period, right? The free agency period started in 92, maybe, something like that, when the Bills lost Will Wolford. Like, Will Will Wolford was kind of like the first free agent, like, in the NFL, in a way. So, now, they have a place where at least some players want to come play with Josh Allen. Not really sure why Chandler Jones wouldn't want to, or J.J. Watt, but that's their prerogative, I suppose. But anyway, Von Miller... He's going to be such a great addition, I think, to the defensive end room. Obviously, you're going to have Rousseau on one side. You're going to have uh, Basham behind him. A.J. Epinesa is probably going to be backing up Von Miller. And I think it was really important for the Buffalo Bills, obviously, to get an established pass rusher. But it was important, I think, to get this kind of guy. And the Bills tend to go with, right, you hear all the time about the heavy-handed pass rusher, the guy who's going to compress the edge, set the edge, you know, bully his way to the quarterback. That's not Von Miller. Von Miller, I'm not saying Von Miller is not strong, but Von Miller has maybe the best first step in the entire NFL. Von Miller is just going to go around the edge. He's bendy, all the stuff that you hear about pass rushers. And I just think it was important for the Bills to get that guy because they've got so many of the other guy. But what a great addition for these young guys, right? Like if you're AJ Epinesa and you're Greg Rousseau and you're Carlos Basham, even though your style of game isn't exactly the same, you get to play with a a future like first ballot Hall of Fame pass rusher for the next three or four years. The things you can you can learn from him, like I said, he was on pace I think at one point to break the sack record. I'm not sure that he is anymore because of his injury, but imagine the knowledge that, that he can give these players and, and you know, not that they're not professional, but his professionalism, they're playing with a, a former Super Bowl MVP. Just It's an outstanding signing for the Buffalo Bills. It's a surprising signing. I'm not sure any of us really thought that, you know, we could get Von Miller because there was so much noise about him going back to Denver or going back to Los Angeles. So, Super pumped about the signing. I know that all summer long, you know, we're going to, every single content creator is going to break this down in more detail and talk about it to the point where, you know, at some point, I don't know if we're ever going to get sick of talking about Von Miller, but I think we'll eventually cover every single talking point ever about Von Miller. But yes, this makes the Buffalo Bills legitimate Super Bowl favorites. I know that not everything always goes right. Injuries happen, so I'm not going to sit here and, and be the Super Bowl or bust guy. There's still a lot of variance, but for whatever it's worth, this does make the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl favorites. Now, there are some other signings that I wanted to cover. Obviously, Roger Saffold signed him to a one-year deal to solidify the offensive line, at least partly. Uh, he used to uh, play with Aaron Cromer uh, when he was with the Rams. So obviously there's a relationship there. 
and this is going to pretty much take care of the left side of the line, I would assume. So I'm assuming it's Deion Dawkins, Roger Saffold, Mitch Morris, uh, you know, maybe Ryan Bates, and then Spencer Brown. So again, solidifying the offensive line. Brandon Bean, what was his mission statement? He said, we want to make sure that we protect. He want to make sure we protect, protect Josh Allen. And how do you do that? You get better offensive linemen. So are they done on the offensive line? Are they going to draft a guy? I don't know. But, you know, Roger Saffold is a former pro bowler, a former all-pro, a great run blocker. I, th- I think you're going to see the run offense along with the running backs improve simply because he's on the team. He's one of these guys that can that can move people. Uh, you know, he's not necessarily a Hall of Fame caliber player per se, um, but he's definitely a very good player, and it's going to make a difference up front on the offensive line. And as we know, that's that's one thing that the Bills have always struggled with, right? For as much as they've done to surround Josh Allen with weapons, and they've surrounded Josh Allen with veterans all over the offense, there's no doubt. The one thing that they kind of didn't do is they didn't surround him with good veterans on the offensive line. Well, that changed the signing of Roger Saffold. He'll be 34, I think, on June 1st. So I don't know if he'll play past this this year for the Bills or play past this year in the NFL, but I guess it doesn't matter. He's on the team for this year, helps out at left guard. And then, of course, you guys know uh, that – you know, Tim Settle and Daquan Jones were both signed to play defensive tackle. I really like both these picks. Uh, obviously, Daquan Jones, they're both around the 330-pound range. Daquan Jones is a great run defender. H- him next to Ed Oliver is really going to clog up the middle on running downs. And then you've got Tim Settle, and Tim Settle, body type-wise, looks a lot like Daquan Jones. But Tim Settle is more of a... He's a little bit more athletic, and I think that that Tim Settle is actually going to be more or less the backup to Ed Oliver. I think that he's going to play the three technique behind Ed and also the one technique, but I think he's really versatile, um, and I think he's a pretty good addition because it's almost like you can put him on the field on third down and have two like interior pass rushers next, you know, next to Ed Oliver. It's a guy who was buried on the depth chart in Washington. Obviously, they're just loaded on the defensive line in Washington, so it was tough for him to get playing time. So he wants to, you know, he come here. Obviously, why wouldn't you want to come here again, like I said? But it gives him a chance to showcase his talent more than it would in Washington. Uh, the Buffalo Bills had signed J.D. McKissick, but then <laughs> then he changed his mind and went back to Washington before the official um, signing period. So that was a little weird. So I'm sure the Bills will be looking for a new uh, you know, another running back. And right when they announced the Von Miller signings, they also announced O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard, former uh, Alabama tight end, former Tampa Bay tight end, 6'6", 260. He's a guy who I've been a fan of uh, for a while. Super athletic. I always thought that he was sort of buried there um, in Tampa I think he got injured in his second year, his first year is his second year. And then, of course, once Tampa got Tom Brady, they got Rob Gronkowski, and O.G. Howard's just sort of been buried on the depth chart. But 
very athletic, talented guy to get as your tight end, too, behind Dawson Knox. So I think that's a great pickup. Uh, I really, really like the pickup. Former first-round pick, so you know that there's some sort of talent there. Whether or not the Buffalo Bills can develop that uh, more, we're going to see. But is this a signal that they're going to run two tight end sets? I mean, maybe, but you need somebody behind behind Dawson Knox, obviously. But it, are they going to run more two tight end sets? Maybe they will, and that's that's fine. You know, I just want their four or five best pass catchers on the field as often as as you can get them on the field doesn't really matter to, to me exactly who they are <clears throat> but obviously the main thing we're here to talk about is Von Miller um, I don't know if he's gonna I, I know, I'm not saying he's not gonna start but I can see a situation too where they use him almost as a situational pass rusher at times like you start with Rousseau um, and Epinesa and then maybe you just save save him a little bit not as much as they were trying to save Jerry Hughes but they saved, you know, him at least a little bit for, uh, you know, obvious pass pass rushing situations. We'll see a lot, you know, a lot of stuff going on, um, and, and a very exciting. We'll see how things go throughout the summer in training camp. But you can tell that the offensive line has been—I don't want to say totally re- revamped, but it's been revamped quite significantly. You've got, you know. It doesn't seem like Jerry Hughes is coming back. It doesn't seem like Mario Addison's coming back. Harrison Phillips, good luck to you. He signed a contract with the Minnesota Vikings. I know a lot of fans are sad to see him go, but he wasn't the caliber of Daquan Jones or Tim Settle. So <clears throat> good luck to you. Uh, fan favorite. I know people will miss him, but it's all about the team being better, and I think the team is better with Daquan Jones and Tim Settle and Harrison Phillips somewhere else. And before I move on to some of the other signings um, that have happened or trades that have happened around the league, I think I think there's a lot of fans, Buffalo Bills fans, who have never really seen a player like Von Miller up up close. So I know like. Big brain, you know, you sort of understand the impact of Von Miller. But if you've never seen a player like him up close, it's really, um, it's really quite astounding. You know, the people who were lucky enough to see Bruce Smith, like me, you know, those kind of guys can really just completely change the game with one or two plays. It's really, you know, it's really pretty impressive to watch honestly um and it's it's kind of almost shocking <laughs> of how quick that they can they can get to the quarterback make a play change a game so I'm very excited for Bills fans who will actually get to see a player like this actually play in person for your team quickly we'll do some quick um you know talking points about some of the other signings and and trades in the league real quick before I get out of here. Aaron Rodgers obviously re-signed with Green Bay. Huge deal. He's basically being paid $50 million a year. The Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, which certainly elevates them. And then, of course, in response, the 
Chargers have signed J.C. Jackson. They've traded for Khalil Mack. As I mentioned earlier, the Broncos signed Randy Gregory, pass rusher from the Cowboys, and Chandler Jones has signed with the Raiders. So a lot of stuff going on in that division. They're all going to beat each other up, which is good news, really, for the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals, um, obviously, they're doing their best to try and maintain where they were last year and give Joe Burrow some more help. They have signed offensive guard Alex Kappa and center Ted Karras, um, along with defensive tackle B.J. Hill, and they re-signed more or less um, safety Jesse Bates. So obviously, they're realizing that you can't just, you know, stay stay stagnant and think that it's good enough. Um, the Cleveland Browns, very interesting franchise because apparently they're in on Deshaun Watson. Apparently they don't want Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield is angry and has asked for a trade, which I guess is fine for Cleveland because I don't think Baker Mayfield's that good. Um, very weird situation in Cleveland. They traded for Amari Cooper. Um, they traded for Chase Winovich. They made a few other small signings. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys re-signed Michael Gallup. Like I said, they, they traded Amari Cooper. And certainly Denver, we mentioned Russell Wilson. We mentioned Randy Gregory. They also uh, re-signed uh, signed DJ Jones, a defensive tackle from the 49ers. They signed an offensive guard from the Packers. So they're really going for it. The Lions have been making some noise. Uh Getting DJ Chark from the Jaguars, which I think is a good pickup for them. Uh, they still at the, eventually are going to need a quarterback because Jared Goff isn't it. Um, the Houston Texans are kind of signing everybody. The, was kind of surprised. Um, they resigned a lot of their own guys. They got uh, offensive guard AJ Can from the Jaguars. They got offensive tackle Cedric Ogboe from the Titans. They signed a safety from the Browns. So they're actually trying to build their team, which is sort of surprising because we've seen so long that they haven't had any interest in that. Uh, the Colts traded Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. No idea what Washington's doing because Carson Wentz is terrible. Not really sure what the Colts are doing because now they don't have a quarterback. They did acquire Yannick Ngakwe from the Raiders but not really sure what Chris Ballard is doing. And then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are just spending a lot of money on whoever, and it doesn't really make any sense really what they're doing. Um, Trent Baalke, probably the worst general manager in the league. Just because you spend money doesn't mean you have any clue of what you're doing. He signed Christian Kirk from the Cardinals to the most ridiculous contract ever, like $18 million, $19 million a year, which is certainly going to maybe affect what happens with Stephon Diggs and his extension. Then they signed Zay Jones to this huge contract. They signed a uh, tight end from the Giants, Evan Ingram. They signed Brandon Scherf, the offensive guard from the Washington Commanders. Totally get that. That's a great move for them. Um, they signed a linebacker from, from the Falcons, a defensive tackle from the Jets. They really have no idea what they're doing. Kind of not surprising. The Chiefs have been pretty quiet. Uh, they, they're losing Tyron Matthew, but they signed Justin uh, safety Justin Reed from the Texans to, to uh, you know, replace him. 
In the trade for Yannick Ngakwe, the Raiders got Rocky Sin back from the Colts, and obviously, like I said, they signed Chandler Jones. The Chargers have been busy. They signed defensive two defensive tackles. They traded for Khalil Mack. They signed J.C. Jackson. Uh, the Rams have been fairly quiet, just kind of you know re-signing a few of their own. The Dolphins. The Dolphins have been busy. They signed Teddy Bridgewater. They signed a running back, Chase Edmonds. They signed Cedric Wilson, wide receiver, from the Cowboys. They signed Connor Williams from the Cowboys. They franchise-tagged Mike Gusecki, so they've been busy. As I mentioned, the Minnesota Vikings signed Harrison Phillips, three years, $19.5 million. The Patriots have basically done nothing except re-sign a few of their own guys. The Giants. The Giants have, have signed Tyrod Taylor. They also signed... John Feliciano, um, and I think they're supposed to sign Daryl Williams, but it hasn't been announced yet. The Jets have been busy. They re-signed Braxton Berrios. They signed Lakers, uh, 49ers guard Lakin Tomlinson, um, a couple defensive backs. They they signed tight end C.J. Uzoma from the Bengals. So the Jets are trying to get better. The Eagles signed Hassan Reddick, and now we get Money Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great signing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he'll do well in their system with such a good running game and such a good defense. Uh, I, you know, and they've signed two more offensive linemen. They re-signed one of their own, and they signed Buffalo Bills cornerback Levi Wallace. So a few reasons for Bills fans to pay closer attention to the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mitch Trubisky and Levi Wallace now on the Steelers. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to do well. I think they're going to support him. It's a great organization. It's a two-year, $14 million contract for him, so kind of like a prove-it deal. Um, but just a, I, I think he's going to do really good there. Seattle, obviously the big trade. That's kind of you know what they were all about this offseason. Resigned a bunch of their own guys. Obviously for Tampa, Tom Brady came back. Whoop-de-doo, nobody fucking cares. Um they traded for Patriots offensive guard Shaq Mason. They signed Falcons wide receiver Russell Gage. Uh, they franchise tag Chris Godwin. They re-signed their center, Ryan Jensen. The Tennessee Titans cut Julio Jones. Um, and they, they re-signed uh, Harold Landry. They signed Jamarco Jones, the offensive tackle from Seattle. So they've basically just kind of stayed the same. Obviously, the Washington Commanders, no idea what they're doing because they signed, they traded for Carson Wentz, and he sucks. So now on to a few rumors before I get out of here. Rumor that the Buffalo Bills are going to sign Shaq Lawson. And also rumors that they're going to be re-signing Jordan Phillips. And I got to be honest with you, hearing that they're going to re-sign Jordan Phillips kind of makes me die inside a little bit. Not that excited about that because I don't think he's that good. And I think fans overestimate his abilities. And then it's tough to talk about him because fans think that he's like the second coming of Warren Sapp. And he's really not. He's really an average football player. I like him as a depth piece. I'm fine with him on the team from a football sense. But as far as football discussions go for the next 12 months... I'm not thrilled about a Jordan Phillips signing. But there's no denying that the defensive line will be 
absolutely fantastic. Very deep for the Buffalo Bills. And this obviously clears the way for them to draft a wide receiver in round one, um, if that's how the board falls. Big day yesterday for the Buffalo Bills, for Bills Mafia. I know everyone's really pumped, really excited. Stay tuned to the Built in Buffalo Network, the YouTube, uh, the podcast. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll be talking about this all summer long. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at TTP underscore Charlie. And Bills Mafia, just like you did in between the time when the Chandler Jones signing was announced and the Von Miller signing was announced, find a way to embrace your growth mindset. And as always, trust the process.